So hi and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Go. Where in today's episode I've got a special guest with me, Jackie Drake. Now Jackie and I, we've sort of known each other for a couple of years. In fact, we're part of the same network. So if you see behind us, it's all about the Wealth Dynamics Masters. That's how Jackie and I actually met on Wealth Dynamics Masters back in, was it 2016, yes. South yes. Africa? Yes, South Africa. It was, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. Now, the reason I've asked you to come on to today's episode is because you've got a very strong background in leadership. Mm-hmm. And leadership is probably one of the biggest challenges that a lot of entrepreneurs face, especially as they start to grow your business. So tell us a little bit about your story, about how you actually got into the whole okay. leadership sphere. Yep. And actually, what did you used to do? Well, my background was in marketing, and I went to Cranfield School of Management to do an MBA, to be red hot in marketing. Uh, and... Uh, I went for a year and I stayed about 30 years. It, uh, it, it was just a bottomless pit of interest and leadership was the thing that came right through for me. And about mid-90s I uh, set up the, the Praxis Centre for um, Leadership Development and it's still flourishing today, although now I've, I'm a visiting fellow and, uh, and, and I run my own business. Now what really fascinates me about this is that very often I have entrepreneurs, and on, the interesting thing with entrepreneurs, a lot of them barely actually finished normal education. The education system for them, for whatever reason, didn't work. They thought, okay, I've got nothing to lose, and they go off, and what do they do? You've got two choices. You either go and work for somebody else, or you start your own business. And so many of the clients, so many people who I've worked with, they're of that ilk where they didn't quite go to school, left started their business and actually they've been really successful yeah they've actually grown their business but they hit a pinch point where working really hard is great but it doesn't help you build team yeah but a lot of them have an aversion to education because perhaps they're dyslexic Mm -hmm. and they haven't had the best time at university at school yeah and for them universities they're postgraduate or something universities or led program can be quite intimidating yes I can understand that and actually these guys who do so well you know they're a lot smarter than they give themselves credit for very often absolutely often they're late developers and really you know take to it like duck to water and uh, a lot of what what we do in the universities now in the business schools particularly isn't so much sort of theoretical it's based on theory it's got its roots in theory so that it's evidence based so we do stuff that works but it's very practical and uh, and very much I mean leadership is about it's, it's not it's about being it's about it's a way of being and you can't make people be your followers you can't be a leader without no. followers you can't make people be followers they choose to follow you so they choose something about you and that's where we start leadership starts with you and that's really that's really interesting that's really important because you say that leadership starts with you and really for you to be you a lot, of, a lot of leaders out there, a lot of entrepreneurs will not allow their real self to be seen yeah. because they think, okay, if I, show, and if I show people my real me, it's going to be a weakness and people are going to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And it's actually what people need to learn, yes. that actually it, it isn't a weakness, it's actually very much of a strength. Absolutely. Do you think that's a British thing though? Do you think this stiff upper lip and this put on this front yeah. is an English thing? Actually, I think it crosses a lot of boundaries, but we, we are particularly 
you know, sort of likely to put on the mask and, and play the part. But actually what people tune into is the real you. You know, that's what they tune into. So the first thing, really, is you have to get over your own ego and you know, yeah. sort of who I think I am in the world. And it's sort of like, what do I care about? What am I going to do in the world? Uh, how do I want to be? How do I want to run this business in a way that, that uh, you know, makes it thrive and, and support uh, the people who work for it, that's great for the customers, and that does something beneficial in the world? And, and that's something deep inside people. So we do quite a lot of in-depth work with individuals, uh, you know, a bit of self-exploration, uh, and they're doing it with one another. So, so that's something that, uh, that takes away this edge of being exposed. Yeah, you're a bit vulnerable, but you know, that's where the strength comes from. Yeah, but you also, with that vulnerability, you've got a peer group with you. Yes, absolutely. That actually, you're not alone. Yeah. They're exactly in the same position as you yeah. are. So you're not going through the exercise by yourself. No. And there's a lot more to leadership that you can learn. Um, and that it's, it's it, again, it's quite practical. Like to be a leader, you've got to be able to uh, see your way into the future, take people over the horizon uh, into an unknown future. It's all about change. It's all about moving forward. And entrepreneurs have got one foot in the future already. That's, they're good at that. So some of the other people on, on, in business school courses will be from corporates. Now, corporates now need to be much more like entrepreneurs, mm. think like entrepreneurs. So this is a great exchange, yeah. you know? So really, what the corporate people give the entrepreneurs, very often the structure and the process right. that they're totally missing, yep. and in return, the entrepreneurs yep. show them actually that fearless way exactly. of moving forward. Yeah, yeah. So all this, the, the, the stuff that, they, that the uh, corporate guys can, can give uh, is stuff about performance management and as you say structure and so on and how to how to get the business really working efficiently and effectively uh, but it's an equal exchange and you know mm. people get on really well together they they have a great time and they stay in touch afterwards so that's really nice I mean another thing that, that uh, all leaders need to be able to do is inspire other people and uh, motivate them and align them to go in this difficult scary route and, yeah. and that is very practical I mean we use people from the theatre to help us with that and it's a lot of fun so I can imagine yeah I think really we're at a special point in the world where if you take 2003 that was the end of the industrial age yes and then we moved into this whole new sort of knowledge worker age and I think there's a lot of people still stuck yeah. in industrial age thinking yes. still trying to lead using industrial aid methodology and techniques yeah. which really doesn't work, it doesn't work at in, all. Today's, in today's no. marketplace. And, and you know the millennials who are coming through are going to be half the workforce by 2020 you know they, they don't they don't choose to be led by people like that the old command and control. No they want to follow people. Yeah and they want to be part of it you know. Yeah. I mean lead, leaders one of the jobs of a leader is to create other leaders create leaders at every level then you get a kind of network leadership you know, where, where, uh, where the leadership is actually quite shared, but there's huge respect for the different qualities that people bring. And I'll tell you who's really good at that is probably Sir Richard Branson. Yeah. He's an absolute master. Now, you've actually got a story about Sir Richard. <laughs> actually, yeah. I, I, my claim to fame, I guess, is that I turned him down. Can um, you... <laughs> It was a long time ago, before, and uh, it was in the early 90s. And uh, I was trying to set up this really um, 
avant-garde sort of leadership approach to leadership and the university was really a bit scared to go there and I got so frustrated at waiting waiting and putting forward ideas and then they say yes yes and they go no at the last minute uh, I had the opportunity to meet uh, Richard Branson as he was then and uh, and I told him all about it and he said this is fantastic he says you've motivated me I think you'll motivate motivate the clients as well I uh, says we're going to do it and you know I came out walking on air uh, But in fact, it's quite a long story. It took about a year, but in the end, the university kind of wanted to wanted to give it uh, a better opportunity. Uh, it was a better opportunity for me because it meant organic growth as opposed to uh, do it now. And uh, we didn't really have the capacity to deliver uh, at that time. I had six people working with me. I ended up with 60 people over a period of years building it up. And, uh, well, Richard Branson is screwed, let's just do it. Exactly. He wanted to just go for it tomorrow, which was exciting. And uh, my, my heart was with Richard and the, my head was uh, with the university. So I stayed on. And then about uh, 10 years ago, I became independent. I, I, uh, I'm still a visiting fellow. I still design and run leadership courses uh, for them. But I also develop my own company called Cool Leadership. Cool Leadership. Now, what got you into Cool Leadership? Well, I just think there's a kind of leader that we need these days that people... I mean, what, what caught my attention was people said to me, do you know I work for this really cool guy? What makes them so cool? I work for this, in this really cool organisation. And sometimes there were small organisations, and yeah. they to be big. Yeah. Uh, so when I looked at what is it that makes these guys... And, and, and women so cool I, I discovered there's a number of things and that's what I now focus on helping people to develop within themselves and it's really making them more relevant to the people that they're leading yeah absolutely absolutely really tune in and, and then people choose to follow them so you've got a way of actually identifying what kind of leader people yeah, are yeah I've, in fact I've developed a, a kind of just a quick quiz that's on the website so and uh, that actually identifies how cool you are So, Peter, you need to have a go at this. How cool are you? Yeah, we'll find out, <laughs> won't we? So if people want to take the test, where do they go? Well, if they go on the website, it's called uh, cool-leadership.com. Okay, take the test. And take the test. It's really fast. It only takes a few minutes. You get instant response. And, uh, and, and uh, it really takes your temperature. And actually, the truth is, you know, uh, cool leaders are a bit more future-focused than leaders from the past. And what we spent the last two days doing? We yeah, just take exactly. stuff that Roger's doing. Yeah. He's been looking at what the future trends are. And actually, as leaders within business and industries, where do we need to be? Exactly, because it's changing so fast. Absolutely. Our leadership yeah. style has to change. And the way we interact with people, uh, all kinds of people, like globally, and, and, and the way in which we interact with our communities, with society, with the environment, it all counts. It's like ripples of leadership. You know, I said it starts with you, you know, but there's lots of ripples that come out from that. Then it's your team, then it's the organization, then it's your local community, it's your customers, it's, your, it's society, it's the environment, the whole planet. You know, leaders have a big impact. So what would you say to a lot of the entrepreneurs out there that perhaps are a little bit daunted by all of this? Yeah. It's something that they do need to do. It's something that leaders within their business, no matter how big, no matter how small they are, We all have to work on our leadership. Yeah. What piece of advice would you give them? Uh, don't be afraid to be a leader. Don't be afraid to challenge your own leadership. Uh, be sure to develop other leaders. 
and it's a lifelong learning. So how, so how, do, they still, how do they do that, though? How do they start learning? Because a lot of these people haven't learned yeah. for such a long time. Well, there's lots of different, different ways of doing it. I mean, I operate in, lots, in all the different medias, so you know, we've got little, little mini videos that just pick on one particular point, do workshops, do courses. Uh, you know, there's, there's lots of ways of doing it. And as soon as people are into a proper network of it, coaching is really is really important as well. You know, so um, there's more and more ways of getting involved. It's great to do face to face because you're really total emotion. But at the same time, you, once you know people, especially, you can do uh, masterminds. You know, where where it's sort of group group coaching where everybody supports each other, mm. keeps the relationships going, share best practice, uh, have fun. You know, fun's quite important. Fun's very important. Yeah. yeah. So things like the university courses, people really shouldn't be scared of that. Don't be scared of them. They're there for you, you know. And, and in fact, they're much more... I mean, it used to be, for business schools, very corporate-oriented. But now, you know, the courses I'm running at, the, at uh, Cranfield, uh, it's a whole mixture. There's entrepreneurs. Some of them are even startups. Yeah. There, yeah, there's, um, uh, there's big corporates. There's SMEs. Uh, there's uh, not-for-profit because we always give uh, you know try to make sure there's somebody from not-for-profit and give them a good deal on it you know so, uh, so we're all and everybody is dealing with being a leader having a team you know and I think that's the key message from this is that a lot of people leadership yeah. is a really huge topic yeah. but the reality is the business will only grow to your level of leadership and your business may have the potential to grow, but unless you grow, your business will tend to be stuck where you are stuck. Mm. Well, if today, if anything we discussed resonates with you, head over to booker.com and get in contact. Thank you very much for coming on today's episode, Jackie. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. Mm.